Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is your GCRN Wars Tag Team Wrestling Tournament with your host, Optimus Solo. Money isn't everything, it's the only thing. And featuring TV's Mr. Neal. The whole wrestling world is going to stand up and take notice. And from Simplistic Reviews, Matthew Stewart. You don't want you have a malignant case of wall-to-wall dumb You're stupid. And now, let's get ready to podcast. Hello and welcome back to another episode here at the GeekCast Radio Network of GCRN Wars. That's right, we started a war last week, a tournament of the best tag teams of all time, and we need to continue that war because it has not been settled yet. There's not only one tag team remaining standing yet, so we have to take another step towards that goal, and I am not alone to do that. Returning from last week are two of, so we have, my tag team is fully intact, um, but it it's not a, it's a handicap match, I guess, this week, because Matthew, you are flying solo this week. I'm flying solo, yeah, 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 but the cream always rises to the top, yeah, the cream is to the top right here. <laughs> that was my really horrible macho man I like it, but, I like it. but i feel like the mega pl- powers have imploded or exploded yeah basically we had uh we had, a, had an nwo style hostile takeover and uh we had one of our very own plucked away from us uh mm-hmm. doing his best heel turn dj valentine will not be with us he's uh he's become a traitor he's he's Still working for the company, but he's on the other network, so uh, I don't know what's going on with that. We'll have to do some behind-the-scenes uh, wheeling and dealing and, and maybe lay the smackdown on him in the locker room to bring him back to our side for next time. He's I don't a, know what's he's a, happening. He's a regular Lunger Blaze taking the title to another network and throw it in basically, the garbage. Basically, I feel like that's what he did, so he's going to have to explain himself next week when he comes back and uh, make up for lost time. Also joining me as he was last week is TV's Mr. Neil. Hello, Neil. Hello. I'm a tower of power, too sweet to be sour. I like it. I like yes. when you guys come prepared with this stuff. It's excellent. I don't even ask for this, guys. This is free work they're doing for us. I love it. Um, so, obviously, last week we unveiled all of the first-round matchups, and then we uh, we took it to the internet, took it to the fans, took it to the listeners, and said, help us figure out who should move on in all of these different matchups. And we did that in a couple different ways. actually new for us here at GCR and Wars, because typically what we've done in the past is we've gone strictly to our website, put the polls on there, and that is the only place where people were allowed to vote. Um, what we did this time is we did take it to the website, allowed people to vote there at the website, but we also took it to Facebook. We did uh, polls for every single matchup on Facebook. They were scheduled throughout the uh, last 
week or eight, nine days, whatever it was. And then we also put a handful of them, about half of the matchups up on Twitter too, um, to see if people wanted to vote on Twitter as well. So we have three different methods of voting and then we added it all up and the whoever got the most votes across all methods of madness will be crowned the winners. Typically, guys, when we do these wars, the first round um, ends up being a whole lot of blowouts uh, just because of the nature of the beast. And then we get closer matchups as we go through. I will say that this is not the case this week because we had probably half the matchups that were rather close and about a quarter of the matchups that were within one or two, three votes total. Um making the difference so it's it's interesting here there's definitely some upsets some close matchups and then your typical blowouts as well um matt start with you though before we start unveiling the results any um as you had a chance to to look back to think about things to think about who you voiced your opinions for to think about who was included and who wasn't included any reactions before we get going that you thought pondered of in the last seven to 14 days um, I mean, I think we and you did a excellent job of plucking these thirty-two tag teams out, and then later on, I mean, I was li- re-listening to the last week or the week before the first episode, and we mentioned a few like funny ones, like the Headbangers and Men on a Mission and some Body Don is like these really like <laughs> fringy tag teams. So, I mean, it would have been funny to maybe see them, but I think we definitely, from what I said before, we picked the cream of the crop. Um, but. Uh, there were a few um, other ones that I thought of after the fact. Like, why didn't we include things like, you know, we, we included the Brothers of Destruction, which was almost kind of like, you know, two superstars joining forces. But we didn't kind of include, like, you know, let's say, you know, the Mega Powers or something like that or right. Team Hell No or something like that. I mean, I, I guess it's still based on kind of legacy and how long these, you know, tag teams were together. So, um, I mean, once I start thinking about 32 teams, I'm like, oh, what about the other tag teams like how many other tag teams that have existed over you know the course of of time but uh, i think overall the 32 that were picked were very well curated so yeah what i what i ended up doing like we talked about last week we do have you know six or five different um rankings that we took from the internet you know different publications whether it be magazines or websites or whatever that had published them and and i tried to do my best of Going over all five of those lists and anybody that was on, you know, all four lists or anybody that made multiple appearances, trying to include those as much as possible. Um, what happened was, is the, obviously there is always omissions. So, mm-hmm. for example, I can tell you right off the bat that there was one tag team that was on three of the five groups that I left off, um, that being the Briscoe Brothers. I just felt like there wouldn't be enough people that knew much about the Briscoe brothers to put them in. And they didn't rank in anybody's top 10. So that was another thing that if any any of them that are, were on any of those five top 10s, I basically included with one exception, and you already brought that up, and that was the Mega Powers. Um, the Mega Powers was in Ranker's top 10 list. And then they didn't make like they made one other list way down at like the 30 something level, 32, 33, somewhere in there. Um, and we're left off of all the other lists. So I, it's kind of hard when you have those two superstars that are pairing up. Um, we had some people on Facebook also um, talking a little bit about some of the other groups that they thought they might want to see and on the website. So we had, I, I want to point out the three tag teams that were brought up by the listeners and get your guys' reaction before we go to the results. Um, so the three that were brought up, were uh, APA, um, New Day, um, and on Facebook side of things, the combination of Triple H and Shawn Michaels, a.k.a. Degeneration X. 
Um, and so I wanted to get your guys' opinions on all of those. And, and before we go to you guys, just three caveats to that. Degeneration X, I guess the question would be, Degeneration X, in my opinion, I guess, is technically a stable. It's like the Four Horsemen. It's like yeah. the Dungeon of Doom, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So you have a stable there. And traditionally, the tag team of that group is in the tournament, and that's the New Age Outlaws. Not to say that Triple H and Shawn Michaels did not also tag together, and not that there wasn't tag teams that were labeled Degeneration X. So there was a little bit of a blurry line there where I wasn't sure if, if that should be uh, included or not. Um, and then just for example, like let's say the New Day. Um, obviously, that's a more recent tag team. They're currently still wrestling. Not that a lot of people aren't currently still wrestling, but a lot of the ones that I'm referencing to maybe shouldn't be. Um, whereas New Day is still in their prime and still doing their thing. And and that's a hard thing when we do these lists. So what's your guys' opinions too on some of the more modern ones? Have they had a chance to um, solidify what their legacy is, or should we wait until they're done and, and, and before we include those? You can go both ways. So Neil, you haven't talked yet uh, what are your thoughts on some of those things that have been brought up uh well i had i had agreed with one of the listeners about the apa i think i think there are certain tag teams where they're not really known for being champions although i think that i think the apa did win the championship once i think right uh but mm-hmm. you know there are there are tag teams that are more beloved than they are like you know and they would you know be known for having like like racked up a massive uh, title run and I think I think a good case could be made for that. Uh, New Day, I'll have to take their word on it because that's that's getting into like more recent product, and I'm a little checked out at the moment. <laughs> um, what what was the other one? Um, the Shawn Michaels and Triple H did Generation uh, X. Oh uh, yeah, they they did tag for a little bit. In fact, there was a revival. I think about I don't know ten years ago where they came back as Generation X, and they were right. the only two guys. Mm. And they were tagging together a lot, but you know they're you know, I don't really consider them a legacy tag team. You know, kind of like kind of like the Mega Powers, which we also brought up. Uh, Mega Powers, uh, interesting tag team, but they're not really a legacy tag team. They're not like these. T- they weren't really a tag team that were thrown together to you know to have a really long run. In fact, the Mega Powers were basically put together to be broken up. So <laughs> <laughs> true. Uh, yeah. yeah. So I, I don't I don't know I, I I don't think I would put. Uh, DX on the list. I think I think we got a much better choice in uh, New Age Outlaws for that to Matt, represent them. I agree, Matt. You brought up a point too that maybe it was uh, um, uh, a misstep in including the Brothers of Destruction because that does that is a team like that. Um, so I could see the argument being that if you include them, then you have to include some of these other ones to go off the list that I was looking at just for reference sake. Um, Degeneration X did appear on two of the lists. Um, was left off of the other ones. APA was on one list out of the five that I looked at, um, and they were ranked 17th on that list. And New Day was ranked 17th on one list and 40, um, 44 on another list left off of the other three lists. So those were the types of things that I, I kind of let sway my opinion to try to keep my own personal biases out of it. Um, the other interesting, well, let me give Matt, let me give you a way to, uh, to react to, what do you think about those teams that were left off? Kind of final thoughts on that. 
I mean, it's funny because we did include what was it the uh, the other tag team that Ron Simmons uh, Farouk was right, in Doom. Um, the Doom. So I mean, if we did a swap almost where you took Doom out and then you put in the APA, you know, I'm sure we would have been having a different conversation, of course, too. And you know, just according to some just information I just brought up, I mean, it seems like APA or the Acolytes, whatever you want to call them, they won they won the tag team titles I think three times. So right. I mean, they do have some gold around there, and they always had like you know they were like the funny gimmicky type thing because then. That's when you started getting fruit going, damn, and all that stuff. And, <laughs> you know, you had them playing poker and just being like the kind of like the, the bodyguards for everybody. Um, right. to, to Neil's point as well, too, with New Day, I mean, they did break Demolition's tag team, like, you know, their win right. streak, you know, how long they, they held the tag teams. But, I mean, it's also the era now, too, I feel, with tag teams where none of them are like – I don't know. I hate to say that none of them are pretty. Some of them are memorable. I mean, I think the New Day is more gimmicky with what they do. You know, they're silly, they're goofy, they're right. colorful. They're good wrestlers on their own. Big E's a really strong guy, really great wrestler. You know, Kofi Kingston's been wrestling for a while, and you know, Xavier Woods, he's he's a decent wrestler as well too. But the the there isn't the high quality of, you know. They have good matches with the Usos, or they keep finding the same thing over and over. Just like Sheamus and Cesaro, we're gonna or the right. bar, you know, how far down the rabbit hole are you gonna go by bringing up all these newer tag teams? You know, you have to keep. Lucky Land Casino asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Adding on, adding on, adding on. It's like, let's see what their legacy holds. You know, they've only really seen them fight for about a year, maybe two years or something like that. Whereas, you know, look at the guys like the Bushwhackers. They were around for thirty years, so give the guys a break. <laughs> so, Absolutely, but, but I mean, I, to to Neil's point as well too, and your point as well with the mega powers. I mean, yeah, they were created just to kind of create a storyline. So, it you got to pick and you got to pick and choose. You know, right, right. when you only have thirty two tag teams, if you did sixty four, you know, be we couldn't be talking. But thirty two, you have to be, be choosy with uh, who you're going to pick, though. Another one that I was kind of surprised that didn't get brought up kind of in the same vein of the mega powers or even like the brothers of destruction that I could have seen people making an argument for was something like the rock and sock connection. Um, yeah, they, they did appear on three lists um, out of the five, but none of them were ranked higher than 21. Um, and so that was another one where it's just really hard to, when you have people that have been more successful or made more of a name uh, as singles, um, how will they fare in a tag team tournament like this? And we had one of those included, a couple included, and we'll see how they fared. But that was something, too, that I was trying to consider when we were kind of going through here. So what's going to be interesting to see as we reveal these results is, is sometimes these results will reveal a lot about how the rest of the tournament is going to go. Um, and it's interesting. Obviously, um, Neil and Matt have not seen the results, so they're not sure what's going on yet. But uh, something that sometimes can come out is if there's any types of biases, maybe a time period, whether it's classic, whether it's you know 80s, 90s, whether it's more modern stuff, uh, if there's a certain thing that's going to propel somebody, if we are putting more stake into belts versus maybe um, you know just like you guys were talking about who was more fun and who was more memorable, that type of thing. So we'll have to see what the results show about that and kind of wrap up at the end with what our reactions are to how things went. I will say that it's interesting because in sometimes in some cases it looked like 
there was a bias against classic teams. But then there's other matchups that go completely against that. So it was like, <laughs> I'm struggling to find a trend here. And I'll see what you guys think as we kind of go through here. So what we're going to do, we're going to reveal all of the results of the first round. And then in the second half, we are going to look at the second round matchups and give you our thoughts and try to influence you guys to vote how we want you to vote for the, the I guess, what we would call the Sweet 16 um, round and who should move on to the Elite Eight. So we're going to start on the left side of the bracket um, and just go down, and then we'll, we'll flip over to the right side. So on the left side of the bracket, we will start with a contest that, well, maybe we shouldn't call it a contest. Um, that was our number <laughs> one seed, the Legion of Doom against the 32-seeded Quebecers. 100% voting for Legion <laughs> of Doom. Shock. That is a 100% to 0% margin. Legion of Doom marching their way into the second round. Uh, I don't think we need much of a reaction there. That was expected. Let's go to something that maybe is harder to predict. Right underneath that was our 16th seed against our 17th seed. So it's a little different than 1 and 32. Now we have 16 and 17. That's the closest of any matchup in the whole thing. And that was the Russians against the Minnesota Wrecking Crew. <laughs> Neil, refresh people's memories on who you were voting for in that one. I went for the Minnesota Wrecking Crew. And Matt? I'm pretty sure I went for the Russians just to, you know, be a little weird about it. <laughs> so interesting thing here. Um if you were to go at the website, um, one team overwhelmingly would have been the winners. If you were to go <laughs> to Facebook, the opposite team would have overwhelmingly been the winners. I'm shocked. Um, so it was very close. We have a 56% to 44% um, matchup here. Basically just a couple vote difference. The winners and moving on to the second round... It's hard to beat the Russians. The Russians oh, are moving oh on <laughs> past the Minnesota Wrecking Crew by just a t- couple votes, 56% to 44%. So no upset yet. That is the seed that was ranked higher. Maybe Thanks, some people. Facebook. <laughs> the Nikita Koloff lovers and the uh, whoever else it was, Khrushchev, Khrushchev um, coming out in full support. Um, I was, I was. That actually happens multiple times here throughout the time where Facebook goes one way and the website goes the other way. Sometimes it lines up, but there's a couple times where they're completely different. So it's interesting there. What were the total number of votes? Out of curiosity, it oh, goes. Between just those, yeah, um, that one was one of the lower voted on ones because I think a lot of people don't know either team. Yeah, so we're talking about like eighteen to twenty votes there. Um, okay, in that matchup, we had some that were much higher than that. Um, so maybe not a lot of people knowing these guys. I know I had one Facebook response from one of the listeners that said that they were strictly going off of the card and who had the belts longer and who was ranked higher on the other groups because they didn't know either team. So maybe that was a situation where that helped them. I don't know. Um, Neil, are you all, are you feeling sad? Uh, well, Arn's still in there in, uh, <laughs> in one other spot, so I'm not I'm not totally <laughs> depressed yet. Right, we have to wait and see how he how he fares. But the the chance of Arn facing Arn uh, is is now no longer uh, uh. a possibility. So let's move on down one to our number nine seed against our twenty four seed. This was demolition against Mister Fuji and. Uh, I believe his name is Pat Tanaka. I could be wrong on the first name there. Fuji and Tanaka. Guess what, guys? This is not unanimous. Oh. So we have an 89% oh. to 11%. 
So eleven percent of people feeling some Mr. Fuji love, but eighty-nine uh, percent of them say demolition should move on. So uh, demolition not having too much of a problem here in this first round matchup. That went as expected, right, guys? Pretty, yeah, I would right. say so. I, I think I think that eleven percent was uh, all on Crush. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I told you he's going to be the weak link in the uh, in demolition. That wasn't as much of a vote for Fuji and Tanaka as it was against Demolition Crush. Yes, uh, <laughs> I like it. Um, right underneath that matchup, we had the number eight seed against the twenty-five seed. So very similar to what we just had with nine and twenty-four. That was the Outsiders against the Valiant Brothers. Um, <laughs> apparently, nobody knows who the Valiant Brothers are because nobody voted for them. So another <laughs> wow. unanimous selection, one hundred percent Outsiders. Oof. Moving on. One more for the good guys. Another one <laughs> for the good guys. Service. You guys here to see the Valiant Brothers? <laughs> exactly. All right. So that is the top half of the bracket there. We'll kind of go to what that means for those guys heading forward and what your thoughts are in a little bit. Let's keep on moving, though, with the results. Down one more spot. The four seed against the 29 seed. The four seed was the Rock and Roll Express. Very heavily ranked on a lot of those uh, those lists that we went of. Uh, one of them had them as high as uh, four, which is where they ended up on ours. Uh, most of them had them in the top 10, top 15. And they um, are going against the Head Shrinkers. Um, and this is where it's, it was curious. Rock and Roll Express, a little bit more of a classic uh, old school team. Head Shrinkers, a specific time period we're talking about just a few years in the 90s where they were you know pretty popular obviously some of them went on and did other things etc but that was a four seed against a 29 seed and guys this is our first upset of the day and it wasn't even close 61 percent head shrinkers 39 (laughs) percent rock and roll express so a four seed is ousted in the first round by those chicken turkey leg eating head shrinkers (laughs) what do you think Oh, it's just so funny. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 I wanted, I wanted them to win so bad, so I'm happy. But on the other hand, when you are talking about like these guys were ranked as high as number four, the legacy behind these guys. Sorry, guys, turkey eating <laughs> faux cannibals is what we're going for, not legacy at all. So you can't yeah, beat I, it. <laughs> I think we called it, didn't we? Yes. Yeah. I'm pretty sure we did. That was our that was our big <laughs> upset on this side of the bracket. Then we had one on the other side as well. Um, yeah, I mean, 29 seed moving on past the four seed. It was interesting. It was a, a tie vote on Twitter on this one. One vote separation on the website, but double the votes on Facebook for head shrinkers over the Rock and Roll Express. So another one heavily influenced by Facebook there. Um, all right. <laughs> Right below that, we had an interesting matchup. The number 13 seed, the Brain Busters, against the 20 seed, the Rockers. Now, we just looked at a matchup right before this where we had a classic Rock and Roll Express. You know, they had been popular in some other companies, etc. Maybe before a lot of us started watching. And then we had the Head Shrinkers that were, you know, right in our alley. You'd think you'd have the same thing here because we got the Brain Busters, their classic old school team, and the Rockers, a lot of us kind of at least know a little bit about. But we do not have the same results because the Brain Busters have 67% of the vote this time. Yeah. Yeah. All right. (laughs) In one situation, it was clearly the team that we knew more about with the Head Shrinkers, it seems like. And in this one, did not fare as well with the Rockers. And we're talking about double the amount of votes for the Brain Busters here, 67% to 33%. Uh, Neil, how do you kind of consolidate or make heads or tails of that? 
Well, I think the humanoids really went with the uh, with the correct team here. Uh, like I said last week, or however many weeks ago it was, uh, the Shawn Michaels, Marty Jannetty, both really good wrestlers. But this is not this is not prime Shawn Michaels. The prime Shawn Michaels comes later. The Rockers are just kind of uh, I, I hate to call them a blip, but they kind of were. I mean, maybe they were uh, maybe a little more special in the AWA. Uh, in the WWF, they're kind of watered down, and they were just kind of like this uh, tag team that you know kind of did okay for a little while, and then started jobbing a lot, and then uh, they broke apart with one of the most famous episodes of the uh, the Barbershop, <laughs> one of my favorites certainly. Yeah. <laughs> That's basically what they're known for, right? Uh, yeah. So I think I think I think the correct team won. What do you think, Matt? No, I'm I'm, I'm with. It. I mean, I think we all kind of agreed on that show too. We were like, the Rockers are cool, but you know what's even cooler? The Brain Busters. So, and you know, what do you make team... of that though, in comparison to what we just talked about with the head shrinkers annihilating the Rock and Roll Express? It could, I mean, there could be a couple of things in play. I mean, there could be this like weird cynicism that we have. It's like Rock and Roll Express, that's cheesy, get out of here. And the Rockers, we might have the same kind of thing with that. Like the Rock and Roll Express, the Rockers, they're both out now. And the Brain Busters, that's just like a badass name. Like the Brain Buster with a buster brain. And they were just a rough and tumble tag team. And I think people like the revival a lot too. So maybe people who thought like, oh, the, why is the revival in here? Like one, because the revival jobs to everybody and they never win anything. And but it's a throwback team. And but people like Arn Anderson. Like th- this was a classic Arn Anderson who was just, I'm Arn Anderson. I'm here to just beat beat you up. I don't care what it is. And it's conflicting, uh, clashing styles. And I think this style just kind of came through a little bit better than the Rockers. Rockers, they're cool, but man, our brain busters are way cooler than these guys. So, Neil, if we would have had the brain busters <laughs> versus the Minnesota Wrecking Crew at any point in time, which we won't anymore, but if we had <laughs> had that ma- with the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Matchup. Is the right Arn Anderson team moving forward? Ooh. Uh, yeah, yeah I, would, I would say so. I, I'd say uh, you got you got to give it to uh, Brain Busters. Classic. Classic horseman lineup, half the horsemen you got right there. Minnesota Wrecking Crew, uh, oh, yeah, I guess that also represents horsemen, but I think Brain Busters is just a little more iconic. Okay, absolutely. Let's move on to the last two matchups on this side of the bracket. We had an interesting one here because this is the first time that you know we had a couple there in a row that were like more old school classic versus '90s style. Now we're gonna have like more of a uh, early 90s versus late 90s so that's kind of interesting to see how people would go this was our 12th seed against our 21 seed that would be the <laughs> new age outlaws against the money inc um mm. so ted dibiase and irs against badass billy gunn 
and uh, the road dog, Jesse James. Um, well, how did you guys vote in this one? I'm just trying to refresh everybody's memory. Matt? I, I don't know. I think it was, I was kind of at an impasse here because I like them both. And I like the nostalgia element of Money Inc., but I think ultimately I went for the DX affiliated uh, New Age Outlaws. I'm pretty sure I went with that one. Yeah. Neil, what did you say? Well, I had uh, cashed in on, on Ted DiBiase and written off IRS. <laughs> I went with, I went with uh, New Age Outlaws. All right. So just interesting again here. This is the opposite of what we saw earlier. Um, so we have one vote difference on the poll on Facebook was only one vote difference, only two votes difference on Twitter. Oof. However, a landslide on the website. Um, the one team only got one vote on the website. So that is why we're going to have a 66% to 34% win here for the New Age Outlaws. So the New Age Outlaws doubled up Money, Inc., and it wasn't nearly as close as I thought it might be uh, because of the website mainly. But I thought we might have a 50, you know, 55, 45, something like that. But 66 to 34, that's nearly double the votes for New Age Outlaws. So, um, But you guys guessed it. You guys predicted it. That's what you wanted. So the panel should be happy. Um, and they will be fighting the winner of this last matchup on this side, which was our five seed against our 28 seed. That was the Hart Foundation versus Doom. So Quebecers got no votes. Uh, <laughs> Valiant Brothers, no votes on that. Those are the ones we've revealed so far. Doom, they got votes. <laughs> oh. oh, so 92% only for the Heart Foundation, 8% for Doom. So, Heart Foundation moving on. So, we had a five seed, had no problem. The four seed is out. Um, any reaction so far? We're not getting into the actual matchups that are happening now, but any reactions from who you've seen eliminated on this side of the bracket? I'll run down them real quick. We had Quebecers out, Minnesota Wrecking Crew out, Fuji and Tanaka out, Valiant Brothers, Rock and Roll Express, The Rockers, Money Inc., and Doom all say goodbye. Neil, any shock there? Not, not a whole lot. Uh, you can't see it right now, but I'm doing the Bret Hart hand thing. No. <laughs> Hey, how you doing? <laughs> Matt, Matt, was there any team that I just mentioned out of the eliminated teams that you thought might have had a chance to go on further? Uh, I mean, the only one out of the group that could have maybe had an outside chance would probably be Money, Inc., just because of the gimmick. And it seems like we like gimmicks so far right. in this countdown. We like the head shrinkers. I mean, obviously, we're a gimmick-loving group here. So um, I find that, you know, that, that's the only one that, that could have gone either way, but... Ultimately, I mean, that's a, that's a tough draw for those guys. So they just, they just ended up running into a uh, buzzsaw of uh, yeah. New Age Outlaws. But overall, I mean, it's I mean, I'm not surprised, and it's also showing who might be voting because all these old timers are like outside of the brain busters. Everybody else who's like older is out of here. So yeah, um, that I will is, say this. I will say this. Uh, real life match. I would have loved to have seen Money Inc. versus the Heart Foundation. Never happened. Yeah, that would have it's been like, great. And it was right in that era, too. It could have happened. It, it was perfect timing almost. But, yeah. The other, the other interesting thing on that side is technically only one um, upset. So, other than that, the seeds somehow held up on that side. So, I don't know if that means I seeded them correctly or I just got lucky in that first round on that side. But uh, Rock and Roll Express, the only um, higher seed that got knocked out. So, Guess what? That's not going to be true on the other side. So, um, <laughs> all right, let's go to the other side of the bracket. We're going to uh, 
Uh, let's start at the bottom and work our way up like we did on the actual episode. So um, the bottom right quadrant, I guess, if you want to call it, we had the six seeded Hardy Boys against the 27 seed Nasty Boys. Hardy Boys, <laughs> Nasty Boys. Um, Nasty. <laughs> exactly um not much love for the nasty boys out there this one was one 88 percent to 13 percent 88 percent for hardy boys so some people voted for nasty boys just not nearly enough so hardy boys <laughs> will march on as the better boys there um no surprise there you guys both had hardy boys moving on as well correct yeah yeah all right i would have i would have loved to have seen jeff hardy get pity city though <laughs> <laughs> I, I was just hoping for nasty boys against bushwhackers I, that probably happened in real life i'm sure but i'm sure, had I'm sure they partied of... i'm sure they partied before <laughs> imagine a nasty boys bushwhacker party oh boy i don't want to be there um oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> at least not anywhere near them um all right the seed the match of right above them was uh a surprisingly in my opinion a surprisingly low seed for this or a low high uh, not high enough seed for the steiner brothers and at 11 seed against the 22 seed steamboat <laughs> Youngblood, um, no love for Ricky the Dragon as a tag team, I guess. Maybe he'll fare better in the top 100. Only one vote for the team of Steamboat and Youngblood. Steiner Brothers, 94% moving on. So no surprise there. Going up, how about this matchup? The 19 seed against the 14 seed. And this is the one that had the fabulous Freebirds against the Natural Disasters. Fabulous Freebirds, the team that became famous for having three members and being able to use any two at any time and basically rotate them like they wanted to, depending on who they were facing. Obviously, that's been done a lot since, but it had not been done before. Natural Disasters, there's not a tag team in history, I don't think, that has weighed as much as those two guys combined. Um, (laughs) They're about the weight of three people. (laughs) So it's a fair matchup, I guess. Um, This was interesting, guys, because Twitter had them just about even. Website went with one team. Facebook went with the other team. One vote separated the winner on this one. So one vote more was cast for the fabulous Freebirds. Oh, Oh my God. So a lot of classic teams getting ousted on the other side of the bracket. One vote more for the classic team here. Gimmick not friendly on this one. Natural disasters losing. Matt, what do you think? Um, it's. I mean, all I can do is do do. So right there. Poor, so the poor, exact poor. same margin of victory that the natural disasters had on the website was the same margin that the fabulous Freebirds had on Facebook. Twitter, though, one more vote for fabulous Freebirds than the natural disasters. Neil, what do you make of this one? Oh my God. People actually remember the Freebirds. Well, I, they're they're iconic. I mean, people, Michael P.S.A. Dude, dude. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I I could see it happening. I, I knew it was going to be pretty close. I kind of expected the money to go the same way, but that didn't happen. Right. So I, I could have seen it going either way. I guess. For the record, Fabulous Freebirds were the higher ranked team at the 14th seed over the 19th seed Natural Disasters. Again, 52% to 48%. Um, That is close. Do you know what's not close? When you put a matchup of the Dudley Boys against Public Enemy. (laughs) (laughs) That is unanimous, folks. Public Enemy do not get a vote from anybody. 
100 percent. They should even vote for themselves god that's awful (laughs) so 100 percent for the dudley boys that means they're joining the road warriors and the outsiders as the only clean sweep so far um so that is the bottom quadrant of this side of the bracket let's move on to the top quadrant where we had another interesting one classic versus well they were around from the 60s, but most of us know them from the 90s. So this would have been the seven seed Midnight Express against the 26 seed Bushwhackers. I believe this is the other one, guys, just like the head shrinkers on the other side that you guys all went Bushwhackers. Am I remembering that correctly? I think so. I'm pretty sure we did. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, interesting here. The same amount of people on the website that thought Midnight Express should win equaled the same amount of people on Facebook that thought the Bushwhackers should win. (laughs) However, Twitter once again comes in and breaks the tie. We have a 55% to 45% on this one. So that is pretty close here, guys. The winners and moving on. Upset City, the 26 seed Bushwhackers. (laughs) Oh, my God. Like putty in our hands. We're the people that move move the... uh, Move the teams around. For the record, right guys, Midnight <laughs> Express, eighth ranked on Sports Illustrated, second ranked on Den of Geek, tenth ranked on Bleacher Report. Um, what else were they? Eight ranked on New Arena. Bushwhackers moving on. <laughs> All right. number, and number one in your heart, the Neil, Bushwhackers. Neil, are we going to catch some some flack for this, or what do you think? I don't. I don't know. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, the Bushwhackers really aren't known for uh, being winners, but they sure stuck around for a while. People loved them for some reason. (laughs) They probably had the most longevity on anybody in the whole tournament. I I can't imagine anybody else that was around for more than 30, 40 years. Um, So do we just not like team names? Matt had something. He said, you know, Rock and Roll and the Rockers, but is it the Rock and Roll Express and the Midnight Express? Is it the Express part or is it the Rocker part? I don't know. We don't like something around that. I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> it's a little called express. Like what express? What are you a train? What are you like a what are you, transportation units or something like that? Like nobody cares. Uh, I mean, the fact that none of us collectively could like really remember one thing from the Midnight Express. I mean, that that goes to show you where it's like these guys, at least to us, aren't remember. I'm sure they have plenty of accolades, but you know what? The Bushwhackers <laughs> look people in the crowd, baby. That's all it comes down to. Everybody, that's who really didn't matters. like the Bushwhackers? Did they have any fans? Anybody <laughs> that wasn't a fan? I think they had like a 100% fan response yeah, there. They did. When they came out, chugga, chugga, chugga. It was like, yeah, Bushwhackers are here. Like, exactly. No, it's amazing. So that's like, yeah, go, guys. Yeah, go, go. Our second <laughs> upset of the tournament. We had the Head Shrinkers on the other side. We have the Bushwhackers on this side. We'll have to see if there's any other in the last final three matchups here. We had uh, right above that, the 10 seeded British Bulldogs against the 23 seed brothers of destruction on Facebook. We had a two vote difference on Twitter. We had a two vote difference on the website. We had a one vote difference. So this is going to tie the fabulous Freebirds and the natural disasters as the closest vote in the contest with a 52% to 48% margin. Winners, moving on, the 23-seed Brothers of Destruction over the British Bulldogs by 4%. Matt? Man, 
Uh, um, we, we were singing. We were all collectively pretty much singing the praises of the British Bulldogs. We we're like, they power, they have agility. You know, Dynamite Kid's awesome. Even though he reminds us of a care of another wrestler we don't like to talk about, we still probably won't talk about him. Uh, <laughs> you know, and then you have the you know Brothers Destruction, and we were bringing up that you know we were talking about top of the show about the whole August oh, bringing together two superstars for the sake of bringing together two superstars and letting them do something so um i mean it goes to show you like what would happen if we included more of those kind of pseudo gimmicky type um tag teams in there would they have done as well as the undertaker and kane but so sean and michael's not enough to carry the rockers undertaker enough to carry brothers of destruction (sighs) i mean kane's big too i mean yeah that's true I, i almost feel i mean and we brought up last show. Like I hated this version of the Undertaker. Biker Undertaker sucks. Um, Kane was always cool. I mean, I didn't like him. With, I liked him when he was talking with his like little voice mic. You're like, hello, I'm your brother, type thing. So these were like, <laughs> I, I think like the two poorest iterations of the Undertaker in Kane. And maybe that's why they paired them together. It's like you guys aren't doing too well, like single. Let's collectively put you together and make something happen. So, um, I mean, I'm fine with this, but I hate being wrong. I think we all hate being wrong. Don't yeah, we? I mean, <laughs> I'm not saying that I w- I've had every single reveal so far go the way that I would have picked it. Not necessarily. There might have been one or two that I would have picked a different way, but it, but none of the results I was necessarily against. Like, oh, you know, I probably would have voted for this team, but I can see why this team won. This one is probably the first one I disagree with. I think the British Bulldogs deserved a win in this one. Neil, what do you think? Uh, it was kind of in the air. I kind of guessed that this might happen, that the uh, brothers might might uh, overcome the Bulldogs. Uh, I, I, they're just, they're just, they're more recent and they're just bigger and badder. And, you know, people, people just love the Undertaker. I think the Undertaker just has that, uh, has that shine on him that like whatever he's going to be part of is going to, is gonna like pull the people in his direction, but I'm. S- How close was it? It was pretty close. Four uh, percent. Oh, yeah. So uh, <laughs> I, I I figured that it would have been like a landslide Undertaker <laughs> and Kane, but I guess uh, I guess uh, the uh, Bulldogs uh, still got some pull. I, it didn't go like the way that real life did, though, where the British Bulldog gets to do like everything fantastic and almost win stuff and just never win. Like yeah. I, feel, I feel like he was in a thousand Royal Rumbles and was there for like number one until number like <laughs> until there was like two or three left and then he'd never get to win one like what there was wrong? one where he thought he won and yeah. he lost yeah <laughs> like what are you doing to this poor gentleman typical british bulldog baby boy <laughs> smith for him all right uh r.i.p um so oh, boy <laughs> <laughs> just throw it in there just by the way i mean he was facing the undertaker so um yeah, anyways two upsets <laughs> in a row there was only one on the other side there's two so far right in a row Let's see if that continues or not. We had the 15th seeded Wild Samoans, and we know how well the Samoans on the other side of the bracket did against the 18th seed Harlem Heat. 87%. I just read a 15 seed and 18 seed. That's only a three seed difference. Apparently, people don't care. 87% is for the winner, and that would be Harlem Heat. So no love for the Samoans on this side of the bracket. 87% Harlem Heat, 13% Wild Samoan. So if you're a Samoan fan, you'll have to double down on the head shrinkers, I guess. Harlem Heat's moving on. What do you think, Neil? Oh, I, absolutely the correct decision. <laughs> I, I, I love Harlem Heat. 
It's like when I switched over to WCW in 96, I was like, these guys are awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, what do you think? Third upset in a row. Yeah, that was a, that was a tough draw for the Wild Samoans. And having the Harlem Heat be that low, you know, 18 out of 32, that's going to be, I mean, yeah. that's that's that could be Final Four type material right there. I mean, coming that, uh, depending on who they, uh, I forget who they get next, but um, I mean, definitely the right decision. I mean, and if I'm going to take one Samoan team, I'm going to take the head shrinkers over the Wild Samoans. So, but I mean, sucker, you know. <laughs> That's what I got for you. Sucker. I like it. So the last one to be revealed as far as results go for today would be our number two seed, Edge and Christian, against our 31 seed, the Smoking Guns. Um, <laughs> couple things, guys. Couple things here. Number one, we've just had three upsets in a row. Will we see another one with the Smoking Guns? Or no. We've had three <laughs> unanimous votes so far with the Road Warriors, the Outsiders, and the Dudley Boys, will we have another clean sweep for one of these teams? It better be a clean sweep. Come on, guys. I feel like there might be one or two people voting for them. It might be Billy Gunn voting for himself. Because he wants to see the New Age Outlaws. <laughs> Against the smoking against guns. smoking guns at some point. I mean, we all like, want to see that, don't we? So I think right. we do. <laughs> um, well, apparently, just as many fans that the Nasty Boys have also <laughs> were fans of the smoking guns because this is not a clean sweep. We have an eighty-eight percent to thirteen percent, eighty-eight percent win for Edge and Christian. A couple people out there voting for the smoking guns. I'm sorry, guys, they are eliminated. So Edge and Christian moving on. So real quick, just like we did on the other side of the bracket, the losers, the leaving the tournament. We will never see them fight again they will never have another wrestling match the smoking guns the wild samoans the british bulldogs the midnight express public enemy the natural disasters ricky steamboat and jay youngblood and the nasty boys none of them we will see again some big names there guys wild samoans british bulldogs midnight express natural disasters neil what do you think of all these teams leaving uh feel pretty good about it uh Bulldogs were like the, really the only upset for me. I think every, everyone else that lost deserved to lose. <laughs> Matt, any of those teams besides the Bulldogs that you were pulling for, or are you fine with them never seeing a match from any of these guys again? I mean, natural disasters would have been fun, fun little wrinkle to add to the tournament. But you know, when you're that big, you're going to go down hard. So, but it is funny when we think about how. We were kind of crap, not crapping, but just kind of like saying, like, ah, with these classic tag teams like the Midnight Express, Rock and Roll Express. But then we're all rooting really hard for the British Bulldogs, which I still consider in a, you know, being a pretty classic tag team. But right. it just might be because we do like the, you know, Davy Boy Smith down the line because he had much longer, you know, tenure as a single wrestler, too. So maybe that's the thing, too. It's like we remember. Davy Boy Smith, like, oh, British Bulldogs are awesome. It's like, were they awesome? Maybe they weren't that good either, but Davy Boy Smith was really good. So, so. <laughs> That's true. That is true. All right, so that does it for the round one results. So that means we have our pairings for round two. We are going to take uh, a 30-second break, and then we're going to come down and uh, throw some more tag teams in the ring and see what happens. So stick with us. We'll be right back. Can you dig it, dig it sucker? Sucker! Four-quarter man. Let me tell you something, Gino. Can you out here talking about a click? 
The only click you need to know about is the Harlem Heat and Sister Sherry. See, because what you're dealing with here is the brotherhood. It's non-stop from this point on in WCW. We take what we want. And after we take Lex Luger and the Giant, we want the gold sucker. Hulk Hogan, we coming for you. All right, thanks for sticking with us, guys. The bell has sounded again. We have to make our way back to the ring for more tag team action. This time, coming in the form of the second round of our tag team tournament. Um, you know what's funny? I was just watching uh, on the WWE Network uh, to try to prep for this, and I've been listening to podcasts about tag teams. I was like, oh, let's throw in some old school stuff. This really had nothing to do with tag teams, but it's... It sounded like it did when I clicked on it, but there was a, a an old WCW pay-per-view in which they did what they called a lethal lottery, and they drew names, and those whoever they drew had to be a tag team. And then the winner of the tag team match, both of those people got to go into like a battle royal, <laughs> and then the winner of the battle royal gets something. I'm only halfway through. It's mass chaos. I don't know what was happening in the early days of WCW. Oh, man. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That. Ted Turner's <laughs> wrestling network. No rules. But I feel like that's what we're doing here. I'm, I'm like, okay, let's throw some more tag teams into this tournament. And then, I mean, the, the number of matches we would have here, this would have to be like a seven hour pay per view. Oh, wait, they are all are not seven hours, anyways, now. Never mind. Um, okay. <laughs> let's go to the first matchup in the second round on the left side. Is that confusing enough of the bracket? Where we see our number one seeded Legion of Doom. Going against our number 16 seed, the Russians. So the Road Warriors, or the Legion of Doom, however you want to call them, clean 100% unanimous victory over Quebecers. Do we have another one coming here against the Russians? Matt? Uh, I mean, this might be you know, the end of the, uh, um, the the Russians at this point. This might be their, uh, their Leningrad, if you will, or Stalingrad, if you will. Sorry, I'm thinking of Billy Joel for some reason. Um, yeah. <laughs> so this is, I mean, unless they, you never know, they could put up a good fight and everything like that. But uh, it's hard when you are going against two post-apocalyptic football pad wearing, you know, crazy guys who have a uh, a puppet as their other manager. I guess at a certain oh, point, no. Rocco. Remember Rocco? He was he was fantastic. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, I think it's just you know, you can't deny how good the Legion of Doom are. Um, they're just they're cool. They, what a rush, and they look awesome, and. The Russians, they 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 squeak by. Um, the I think I think we were throwing them a little bit of a bone. I think we wanted to actually see this fight. We wanted to see a bunch <laughs> of lumbering Russians just get completely beat down by post-apocalyptic America. I guess if you. I mean, I was so- open for the Road Warriors against the Minnesota Wrecking Crew because the Road Warriors are from Minnesota. So I oh, was man. Like- I believe they're both from Minnesota, so I was like, that would be an interesting matchup, fighting it some of their be. own kind. Well, um, I mean, roll around the snow a little bit, you know, it, it depends. Are they fighting in the ring? Are they fighting in Russia? Are they fighting in Minnesota? Are they fighting in a post-apocalyptic wasteland? Or are we just fighting in, are we, are we fighting in Saskatoon, uh, <laughs> Canada? I mean, where are we fighting here? I mean, it depends, so, uh, but I'm still... <sighs> I think we're fighting in the Thunderdome. Oh, well, well, if that's the case, <laughs> the Russians, obviously. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Obviously, no. <laughs> but uh, no, it, it's got to be Legion of Doom. We had our fun with the Russians. Okay, now we're now we're getting get down out. to brass tacks. Yeah, get them gotta, out of this tournament before they before they hack something. Exactly. No, something. Don't put this poll on Facebook. It's me bad news. <laughs> and that's why they won last round. Exactly. You know, what, you know, what do you think? Legion of Doom clean sweep, or is somebody going to vote for the Russians? I got to imagine somebody's going to vote for the Russians, and I pity <laughs> that person. <laughs> I don't know why you would do that. You know who's going to win. I think we got I think we got a, a warmed-over, leftover from the Cold War here. I think uh, Team America is going to pull it off. Here's I'm going, my... Going with the Road Warriors, 100%. <laughs> Here's my logic, guys. If we are, in fact, doing a tournament of tag team matches, the Road Warriors, or Legion Doom, however you want to call them, just had a cakewalk through the Quebecers. Like, they didn't even need to break a sweat to get through that match. The Russians are coming into this matchup hurt, injured. They just fought the Minnesota Wrecking Crew. Like, they barely survived. So, not only is it a tough draw... But they have to limp in and fight a Legion of Doom team that didn't even have to try against the Quebecers. So it's, that's what I would say. Doomsday device pin. Yeah, exactly. It's, a, it's yeah. over. We're calling this just, one a squash. A squash just match. Just don't break his neck. Don't hit real guard. As the gorilla would say, stick a fork in them because they're done. <laughs> that is also, guys, the farthest seating uh, apart that we should. Well, technically, we would have it. Might not happen because of upsets, but that is the one seat against the 16 seat. So, realistically, if things went according to plan, all the other seatings would be closer. That is true for this next matchup because we're going to have a nine seed against an eight seed. Um, and I am interested to see what you guys uh, think about this one for sure. This is a tough matchup. I could I could see this being a final four matchup or something of that nature. Um, this is the number nine seed demolition against the number eight seed, the outsiders. That is tough there. Um, demolition, just to remind you guys, the lowest they got or the highest they got ranked lowest. I always say that wrong. The lowest they got ranked was sports illustrated 23. Then they had a 15th rank, a 13th rank, a seventh rank, and all the way up to a two rank. Um, 698 days as WWE champions, about a six year span as a legitimate tag team outsiders left off of one of the rankings. Otherwise it was 11, nine, seven and six and 475 days in the WCW as champions. Neil, how do you go about figuring out a winner between demolition and the outsiders? And how close do you think this poll will be? This is really close. Um, (laughs) You know, if this were to happen in real life, I think uh, the outsiders, they can, they, they, they also have the free bird rule going for them because they they used to be able to pull in six Pac. Yeah. So, so he actually kind of counts with them. Uh, I got to go with the outsiders. Uh, I think, I think crush is going to hurt demolition. (laughs) I hate to say that. I watched demolition uh... is awesome, but, uh, once, once, once demo, once, uh, Crush became a permanent member of the team. I think they got they got hurt really really bad. I tried to stay away when I was looking at lists to try to help compile the the field of thirty two. I stayed away from any list that I knew were specifically biased towards one organization or the other. So like WWE has their list of best tag teams out there, and I I just threw that out the window because it was going to be unfair to all the WCW teams, etc. Um, but I did watch uh, this last week again on the WWE Network. They have a top ten tag teams of all time where they selected the ten teams and then they let the viewers or the fans vote on what order they should be. 
And uh, Demolition did make that list. So every time a new tag team came up, you know, they'd spend five, ten minutes talking about them, interviewing some people about them, et cetera, et cetera. So Demolition came up, and they did their whole little segment on Demolition, and not a one single person even mentioned Crush. <laughs> like, not the entire time. There was no reference to a third member. They just talked about the other two guys and their run, and that was it. And then they moved on to the next ranking team. So I thought that was hilarious. Matt, what are you going to do with this one? Uh, well, you could look at it f- this from a different, a couple of different angles. Like, if I'm thinking of demolition, Crush could be one of the two primary ones, and then you have Repo Man come in and help. <laughs> oh um, <my> God. <laughs> so that would be pretty awesome. Or if you're going on the political side, I mean, could you know were the outsiders really only champions for that long time because of the b- backstage politics and everything that was going on in the back room and everything like that? Are they real? Are they real fighting champions type thing? Um, I'm getting a little nerdy here, but I like it. Um, Keep going. So it's a, and then now you got, you know, Fuji and Tanaka are gone. So then you could bring Fuji back into the fold and he could be throwing, you know, salt in people's eyes and with his bowler cap and everything. So you could have a lot of cool things, but then Eric Bischoff will come out and he'll probably fight Mr. Fuji or something like that too. And, <laughs> you know, X-Pac or Six-Pac will probably do like spin wheel kick to get them, get them both out. And then, I don't know, and then you have what? What, what was the Legion of Doom's uh, finishing finishing move? A lot of them. I mean, I had Legion of Doom. Doom uh, that was Doomsday. What, what was Demolition? Was it like the? Oh, Demolition! I, I don't. Did shit. they have a finishing move? Or they just like uh, punch yeah, you until did. you're dead. No, I they think had one of them put put one guy over their knee, and then the other guy came yep. off the top rope. I think. Yeah. Oh that's man, right. see that? That's pretty devastating. I mean, the Outsiders didn't really have a cool. Tag team finish move. I mean, they had you know they had the jackknife, powerbomb, and they had the razor's edge, which were, or the outsider's edge. So I don't know. I feel like potentially, even if you have Crush in there, a little maybe interference from Repo Man, they might have a chance demolition. So I'm like, I'm gonna go with demolition here if I'm playing this scenario out correctly in my head. Which is Barry is Barry Darso uh, going by the Mick Foley rule where he can come out as any character he wants? <laughs> I think at this point he can. <laughs> I love it. I love it. The other thing that you got to wonder is, will do people want to see something they never got to see, and that is Demolition against Legion of Doom in next round? Because they always claim that Demolition was a knockoff of the of the Legion of Doom. Oof. Do they want to see those two finally match up and finish this, settle this once and for all? Ooh. That would only happen if you vote the demolition past the outsiders um, in the next round. Otherwise, uh, the NWO will have one surviving team. Obviously, they only had one entrant in the beginning, but um, this is their only chance to to make it further into the tournament. So, are there too many NWO fans out there where outsiders are going to roll through on this one? This is going to be tough to see how people are going to vote. Um, outsiders maybe a little bit more recent. Maybe that helps them. NWO maybe helps them. Demolition for a long time. Anybody you asked about WWE tag team champs, that would be one of the first names that came to your mind. So I don't know. I don't know which way I would go, but I'm interested to see what way the fans and, and the voters will go on this one. So we'll see. How anybody who are really into leather, <laughs> leather, spiked <Spike> leather. <laughs> how many Kiss Hell fans are out there? Is there many Kiss fans out there? That's the question. Uh, yeah, were they more of a, of a ripoff of Legion of Doom or Kiss? I don't know. Um, let's go down to the next matchup, which uh, this is interesting because we had uh, a little bit of an upset in the first round here. So now we're going to have a 29 seed against a 13 seed in the second round. So that's uh, that's interesting. Obviously, um, 
this goes back to the ones that you guys were pulling for early. We'll see if you continue to pull for them as we go through here. We're talking about the 29-seated head shrinkers. <laughs> Got an early upset, and they will be going against the 13-seed brain busters. Mm. So we have the head shrinkers. And the brain busters. What is it about the heads with these guys? One wants to shrink your heads. The other wants to bust your brain. So uh, that's what <laughs> happened naturally on this one. <laughs> so head shrinkers didn't really make any list. I mean, they were number 43 ranked on Ranker, but otherwise left off of all the other lists. We're talking about Fatu and Samu. Uh, and they're going against Arn Anderson and Tully Blanchard, who were 23, 15, 14, 12, and 9 ranked. And in the WWE Hall of Fame and War one belts into both the WCW and the WWF. <clears throat> Neil, are you going to continue your Arn Anderson love here, or do the head shrinkers continue to eat turkeys and turkey legs in the ring? Well, only one team can win this spot, and that spot is my spot. So I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm going, I'm going Arn Anderson, Horseman, uh, Brainbusters, 100. <laughs> percent Matt, agree or disagree? Isn't that funny when he gave Kurt Henning that spot and then Kurt Henning literally busted Ric Flair's brain? When you think about it during during uh, World War Three or war games. Um, yeah, I mean, you may have done it for The Rock, but you're not doing it for anybody else for Kishi. So uh got to go brain busters. You need, some, you need that old school, that need that old school ass kicking tag team. And this is probably the most ass kicking tag team i think we have uh, like old school ass kickers you know not this new school kids type thing so so you're hoping for uh this side of the the bracket to be the russians against the brain busters so that arn anderson can get <laughs> revenge maybe you know, see now see now we're playing up the proper scenarios now exactly <laughs> it's like you that other team may have beaten me but you won't beat me here it's like this is weird Comrade, this is very weird. What's happening here? This cause me, I don't get this time paradox I'm in. So, uh, yeah, brain busters. Come on, let's, let's get some old school ass kickers in here. All right, sounds good. So we're we're rooting for the brain busters. Apparently, we liked the head shrinkers for a moment in time, and now we're turning our backs on them, just like DJ <laughs> Valentine turned his back on us today. Oh. oh man, one more dig in there. Let's go to the last matchup on this side of the bracket. That would be the 12 seed against the five seed. The 12 seed, New Age Out. Laws who took out Money Inc., but can they take out the Heart Foundation? That is the question. New Age Outlaws against the Heart Foundation. This one is another tough one, guys. New Age Outlaws, top 20 on every list, 500 days plus as champions. Heart Foundation, just under 500 days champion, top 15 on every list, including a four, a three, and a three. A lot of love on all of these lists for both teams. A little more love on the list for the Heart Foundation. Matt, DX, or the Heart Foundation? <sighs> Ladies and gentlemen, children of all ages. <sighs> it, <laughs> oh God, as much as I would like to see... Oh, man, is it, do I go for the, the guys in the pink tights? Or the guys with the... The Billy Gunn looking like two white white Tupac with his headband like tied around <laughs> his head and everything like that. I mean, it's it's a tough one because I like them both, and I have to really kind of take it out of my mind about I love Bret Hart, but I have to think of Bret Hart as a tag team person here, not as a single competitor. So, uh, but hmm, if I think about it, 
if it wasn't for Bret Hart getting the Montreal screw job, you wouldn't really have the New Age Outlaws reaching the heights that they probably did with Bret Hart not being there in the WWF. Um, so <laughs> you really got a stretch right there. That is a stretch, but you know what? I'm going to stretch it as far as I can. Um, ugh, this this is a this is a tough one. I feel like the New Age Outlaws <sighs> should have been on the other side of the bracket. With yeah, the Boys and the Hardy Boys and Edge and Christian and those guys. There's some been some interesting matchups, but it is yeah. hard to to figure out what would happen with these guys against the Hart Foundation, like. How does that match even go? I'm having trouble even picturing it in my mind. Well, yeah. Matt's thinking, Neil, what, do, yeah. do you have any way to help persuade him one way or the other? Ooh, this is so close. Both these teams are iconic. Both were around for about the same amount of time, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Uh, one's very charismatic. The other one is, uh, well, Heart uh, Foundation also very charismatic, but more so uh, I would give the edge of char- charisma to... Uh, to Neidhart, whereas Brett was just kind of like the silent, cool guy who uh, right. just just looked awesome and always had the best moves. Ah, oh, God. Uh, for this one, I think I got got to go with my heart foundation <laughs> <laughs> i mean if you're breaking it down here the more technical in the ring would probably have to go to heart foundation um yeah. even if it's a, uh, even you know if it's not a huge margin the mic skills and things of that nature have to go to the new age outlaws um i would think just because of their prowess on the mics and that type of stuff character wise costume wise move wise it's all pretty close to me so it's more like do you like the entertainers and the talkers or do you like the ones that could actually wrestle better um and that type of thing i don't know matt what, what are you thinking now man it's it's still really close because yeah the, the, being charismatic is a big thing and the fact that you had two i feel like you had two segments of the heart Foundation. you had the old you had the the one old school heart foundation which is Nightheart and bret hart and then they kind of have like the new heart foundation with like more of a stable than anything else i guess so um but you know I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna. I'm gonna stick with the Hart Foundation, though. It's it's hard for me to kind of turn my back on, on that team as much as it pains me to, you know, give up on the New Age Outlaws. But I, I don't know. This is gonna be closer than I think we think than uh, on the polls and everything like that. Because I think we're kind of, as Neil said, going with our hearts, and yeah. but I think everybody else is gonna go with their maybe recency. I think they're gonna go. You know, New Age Outlaws were around a lot longer. Uh, funnier, the DX connection could take them further as well too. So, to be continued. Interesting. I will. I will make one last appeal for Brett here, which is that uh, unlike Shawn Michaels, who I think uh, gradually got better, I think Bret Hart was always great. And if you ever wanted to see like a good example of tag team era Bret Hart at his best, uh, go to Survivor Series 1990. Watch the match where it's like his team and DiBiase's team. They're the last two guys in the ring, and they put on one hell of a show as the last two survivors. Nice. I'll have to check that out. Um, interesting, on, on the WWE list that I did not consider when I was making this, obviously because of the bias I talked about, um, Heart Foundation ranked number two on that list, and the New Age Outlaws ranked Ooh. number four. So they were both in the top five on that specific list. So we'll have to see. That could be one of the closest votes we get. But the other side has some crazy matchups as well. So let's make our way over to the right-hand side of the bracket where we're going to have some tough calls, guys, at least on two of these. Let's start at the top with our um, highest rank on this side of the bracket. That would be our number two seed, which is obviously Edge and Christian. Tough draw. 
but uh, they're going to be going against the number 18 seed, which is Harlem Heat. So Edge and Christian, um, we know their prowess, seven-time champs, to only 200 days, but uh, ranked number two, number two, number two, number four, and number 10 across the board. Uh, Harlem Heat, not as high rank, 36, 37, 18, 17, and 12, but 470 days, 10-time WCW tag titles. Uh, a long reign over a decade for them, uh, whereas the Edge and Christian, not quite that long. Um, not as long of a tenure, but maybe a bigger impact while they were there. Neil, Edge and Christian, Harlem Heat. Oh, oh my God. Uh, well, uh, at least this time around, it's not going to be over a shampoo commercial. Um, <laughs> that, that's a poll. Oh, my God. Uh, God, I don't know. God, I love Edge and Christian. Harlem Heat. Both these teams are great tag teams. Both had great charisma. But only one of them has captain charisma. Um, <laughs> even so, um, God, uh, I'm going to give a tiny bit of edge to... <laughs> that wasn't even planned. You're fine. I'm going to give a tiny, tiny bit of edge to Edge and Christian. <laughs> <laughs> For some reason, I like the fact that Harlem Heat had like the name and the outfits, and like they they feel like more of a team. Even though I know Edge and Christian was a great team, I, I I'm always a sucker for like more of the team element than just putting two names together. I don't know, just a aesthetic thing. But man, the impact that Harlem Heat had on WCW has to be even greater than the impact Edge and Christian had on WWE. I don't know. That's tough. This is a tough matchup. Matt, help me out. Uh, it's it i mean this is another one of these things where you take two already charismatic like wrestlers even and they were i mean they worked their way up i mean you remember them from the brood and they were just like these two non-speaking pseudo you know you know emo vampire type guys and then they became completely different characters and everything and harlem heat though i mean iconic tag team who had a lot of title reigns it had pretty substantial title reigns too and they you know they, they, I mean, they had all the moves. I mean, they were fantastic. I mean, everything about them I really love. But I think at the end of the day, people will likely vote with the TLC matches that have just become probably some of the most iconic matches in WWF or E history, whatever you want to call it, in the past, I would say, 20 years or something like that. I mean, everybody talks about TLC 1, 2, and 3. You know, that's those are the matches that everybody keeps going back to. And, yeah. you know, they, people might remember Harlem. He never had like the, that one like real marquee match that made you remember Harlem Heat outside of how cool they looked. And they had great matches, but they were never of the death defying like, oh, my God, these guys are going to kill each other type thing. So right. uh, as my heart says, I, I would love to see Harlem Heat win because I, I think as a real tag, they're, they're a real tag team. Not to say Edge and Christian aren't, but they were a combination that was created because these two guys can play well off each other, and they're brothers, too. So, I mean, you know, <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm going Harlem Heat because I'm going with I, – I, I go back and forth. You know, I'm, I'm probably the most inconsistent person you can have on the show. I'm like, I don't like these old guys. They're too no, normal for me, but then I'm going Harlem Heat they're, they're, that are like a true tag team. So I'm going Harlem Heat. 
For the record, in the first round, more people voted for Harlem Heat than voted for Edge and Christian. I know oh, it's oh. a different matchup. Maybe some people felt like they didn't need to vote in the Edge and Christian matchup. I don't know, but we'll have to see if those Your fans vote of Harlem counts, Heat. People. Yeah, we're getting into election season, guys. Come on, you got to vote. Um, all right, let's move on. To, you know, on the other side, we had an eight against a nine. That was as close as you can get, one seed away. Somehow, we're getting a matchup here that's only three seeds away, but it's not what you would think. We have a 26 seed against a 23 seed um, <laughs> because that's how things work here, guys. Uh, the 26 seed would, of course, be the Bushwhackers and the 23 seed would be the Brothers of Destruction. <laughs> I would love to see this match. <laughs> so, what, have we, what have we done? I think this match would be very easy to write. Oh, like, you can have a whole lot of fun being the agent on this one and setting up a complete squash match here. All right, all right. I, 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 I got to get in here. Wait, wait. What do we have here? We have mean a, Gene, what is going on in the locker is, room here? We have a run-in. I, have I've a heard run enough. In. He's coming back. Is this the third man? Is this the third? On, what side is he on? WCW studio. What side? What are you here? talking about? I'm on my side. Wearing an NWO shirt. What is going on? I don't know what's happening. Oh, you fish ah, and stick ah. it. <laughs> Guys, this is DJ Valentine. We thought he had left the company. He is back. We don't know what's going on. DJ, explain yourself. What in the hell is going on? You picked Harlem Heat over Edge and Christian. I've I've heard enough. I've got to get it. Brothers of Destruction and the Bushwhackers. That's actually a good match. Actually, I gotta, I gotta, <laughs> now that I think about it, that's a pretty good match. I gotta. <laughs> I mean, I gotta this would clearly be the Bushwhackers running around mm, trying to not get touched yeah. and annoying them. I think uh, I think the Undertaker and Kane would kill them in about two seconds. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> get their hands on them. Is, but but the entertainment value of the Bushwhackers is so high. I. Uh, I'm, I, I gotta go. I guess I gotta go with Brothers of Destruction, though I'm rooting hard for the Bushwhackers, but it's essentially like, you know, that small puppy versus that Great Dane. So, yeah, I'm going Brothers of Destruction. And I'm here. DJ, DJ, you weren't Dane? here before. And so, what we want to explain to you is that we, in the second round, were the matchup you're just talking about a 26 seeded Bushwhackers against a 23 seed Brothers of Destruction. How does a 26 seed and a 23 seed find yeah. their way to each other in the second round? Brothers of Destruction took out the British Bulldogs. Oh, shit. And the Bushwhackers took out the Midnight Express. Well, that makes sense. <laughs> so what is, your thoughts, that. What, what is your thoughts about the Brothers of Destruction so far laying a path of destruction? Uh, it's bracket? because it's, it's, the, it's the, you got the Undertaker there in Kane. I think people were voting with, oh, I know them. I know them. Not a lot of people know who the, the British Bulldogs are. They, if they were going with lineage, they would probably go British Bulldogs. But they went with, hey, the Undertaker is still wrestling today. And I know Kane. He's a senator or governor or something like that. Uh, and Matt's a uh, home state. He's, so, a uh, yeah. he's a mayor of Knoxville, darn it. Whatever the hell he is. He's, uh, he's in charge of the government, which is not that far uh, of a throw from who runs the government at the oh, highest. Oh, Lord. Land. So, uh, I'm, <laughs> I, I think they won because of the, 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 the you know, the, they're very popular. Mm-hmm. The, but the the bushwhackers again, they're just fun. But I think they're gonna get mud stomped in the next <laughs> round. Right here, <laughs> there's no way you're gonna, you're gonna take out the Undertaker unless you have the urn. The, if the bushwhackers had the urn, Ooh. maybe they would. Maybe. They, 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 would try, maybe. they would try to like We're put still it on only the giving them a maybe at that point. Maybe because they probably maybe. like. Crikey, I got minute. this urn. They'd probably they'd try survive another minute. Not even maybe they'd win. Maybe they'd survive another maybe minute. Maybe they'd live. <laughs> <laughs> Ne- 
Neil, what do you think? Brothers of Destruction, uh, the 23 seed, making all, making it all the way into the Sweet 16? It's got to be the Brothers of Destruction. Or the Elite Eight. They, Elite Eight. They, they, <laughs> they, they got to win this. I mean, come on. But, you know, if this if this does happen, I want to see at least one battering ram. It's got to happen. Just just for Uh-oh. comedy's sake. <laughs> for comedy's sake. Uh, Matt, anything to add on this one? Uh, how did we get here? That's, that's the question. <laughs> I mean, so sometimes so, sometimes these matches just write themselves. I mean, you don't have to say anything. This is uh, uh, it's going to be something to see these uh, these four uh, great, great I can already athletes match. Oh yeah, the Bushwhackers come down. They run around the ring. They yeah. try to avoid them in the ring. Then when the Brothers of the Destruction get so upset that they turn their back and they're looking at each other, Bushwhackers yeah. attempt to do a battering ram, which does no damage, oh, and damage. then it's just a double choke slam, and the game's over. Well, you know, it might knock the Undertaker down just so he can do the sit up thing. Yes, <laughs> but 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 this so is American point. Badass Undertaker who barely oh, ever did the sit up oh, thing. It's an American Ooh. Badass Undertaker. So this is a different. This is a different era of Undertaker. I would also like to. See Jameson get the last ride. <laughs> Put him in the what's the other one? Hell's Gate. Yes. Oh Help me! Help Lost me! Control here. All right. Let's. What we're gonna do? DJ's here now. We're gonna finish off this round, and then I'm gonna give DJ a quick second to comment on some of the other stuff. But let's move on now to our uh, next matchup, which is going to see the 14. We just had a 26 against a 23. Let's Man. bring back to earth a little bit. We're gonna have a 14 seed against a three seed a little bit closer here so the 14 seed if you guys were paying attention would be none other than of course our fabulous Freebirds, and they are going against the three seed which happens to be the dudley boys oh come on. DJ? <laughs> dj wants get, to comment get the well. tables <laughs> Slap you in the done. face and say, get the, get, the, get the tables, get the tables. Get the tables. This is over. Come on, guys. The Dudley boys are taking this to the championship round. There's nobody you're going to put up against them until the championship round that makes me even equivocate my loyalty. Dudley boys all the way. Look at that feather here. Get the hell up out of here. <laughs> For the record, Dudley boys, the only team on this side of the bracket that had a 100% margin of victory last round against Public Enemy. Can they do the same against Fabulous Freebirds? Would it have been a better matchup if the Dudley Boys would have faced the Natural Disasters, Matt? <laughs> Imagine trying to do the Dudley Death Drop on like Typhoon or Earthquake. Oh my that, God! That, the that ring would be, would yeah, that would be that would be that that moment where Brock Lesnar suplexes Big Show off the top rope, and the, and oh, the, yeah. the, the ring just like gives. It's like I give up. I can't do this. <laughs> God, so, I can imagine like you've had like Stacey Keeble up there, like the Duchess of Dudleyville, like kind of seduce like tugboat or something like that. It's like, hey, baby boy, come Spike Dudley, he would have eaten him. Yeah, probably. So you know, <laughs> it's proof that Spike Dudleys are high in fiber. So, <laughs> uh, but I, I mean, the the, the Freebirds they barely made it out of the last round, right? Barely. I mean, barely. But but by, by, the, skin, the, by the skin of their Confederate flag, uh, barely made it out of there. Um, so no me, love for Michael P.S. Hayes. Michael P.S. Hayes. Hey, P.S. Michael, you're fired. <laughs> you're fired. Yeah. Neil, do you agree? Dudley Boys in a cakewalk? Oh, God, yeah. I mean, Dudley Boys are the most decorated tag team of all time. And although the, the belts aren't real, you don't, get handed, you don't get handed the titles that many times without being one of the greatest tag teams ever. So it's got to be the Dudleys. 
All right, let's move on then, guys. That was the Dudley Boys against the fabulous but no longer living Freebirds. And uh, we'll move on to the last matchup on this side of the bracket, which has a number 11 seed against a 6 seed. So we're getting a little bit closer here. That 11 seed, I can't wait to hear your guys' take on this one. The 11 seed, of course, is the Steiner Brothers. And the 6 seed is the Hardy Boys. Ooh, this is a good match. Brothers against brothers here. The Steiner Brothers against the Hardy Boys. Before you guys comment, I'll give you guys a little bit of time to process, come up with your arguments. I'm going to go over their stats a little bit here. So, of course, the Steiner Brothers ranked 29, 15, 12, 6, and 6. They uh, held a lot of titles in different companies, two titles in the WWE, seven titles in the WCW. Been around for long time over a decade in the business um and then we had the hardy boys ranked eight seven five 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 um seven wwe championships and the one i guess you can call it wcw tag championship um matt and jeff against scott and rick who wants to start this one matt uh hmm this is a battle of uh Two confl- uh, clashing styles. You know, you got the brute strength of uh, you know Steiner Brothers, and then you got the high flying, suicide and kamikaze, and I don't know. That's not even a thing, but I'm making it a thing. <laughs> uh, it sounds like something like somebody would say out there. So profile is like if I was doing like color commentary, it's like these boys high flying or Dusty Rhodes almost. Who was uh, that? I don't know. I'm getting, I'm, 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 I'm getting my, my blonde Flair. white guys from the eighties. Rick Rhodes. I'm sorry, yeah, Rick Rhodes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this would be I an mean, interesting match. I mean, it's power versus you no. Know, it's kind of like when we were talking about earlier with the the Rockers, like you know, high flying team versus like just I'm gonna beat I'm gonna beat you up type of team. But uh, <sighs> Dudley Boys, this could go that same direction where people might go Edge and Christian against Harlem Heat because, and this is kind of like kind of a mirror like a mirrored match almost between Harlem Heat and uh, you know both two W two primarily WCW tag teams against. To primarily, you know, WWE team. So, will the TLC matches put the Hardy Boys over the top? Probably will. But if you really like Big Papa Pump, he's your hookup. Holler if you hear him. <laughs> I love the amount of references we get in here, Neil. Man, what do you think about Steiners and Hardys? Uh, I think I think both uh, Hardy Boys are going to be broken after this one. I give the Steiners Ooh. a 141 and two thirds chance of winning this. <laughs> <laughs> The references keep on coming. <laughs> always count on Scott to count. Right. <laughs> Steiner recliner going on against the Hardy Boys here. DJ, what do you think? How, what are we making here? Heads or tails? Of this Steiners don't got a hook up this time, but <laughs> they don't got a, no, no kissing of the biceps on this one. This is going to be the Hardy Boys all day. Um, and it's mainly because uh, even though the, the Steiners might have the pedigree in terms of titles, the Hardy Boys kill themselves i mean they are jumping off of titantrons <laughs> ladders that can reach the roof of the building okay so uh, in terms of pure entertainment i think the the hardy boys have the steiner speed i i, I can't remember a lot of steiner matches i remember them uh, fighting but I remember Jeff Hardy climbing that freaking ladder. That you know which ladder I'm talking about. Not the regular ladder. That huge ladder was like, who built this? Who what is this? Right, what, yeah. what building is this for? <laughs> <laughs> what are you supposed to do with this? Nobody's holding this ladder still. I think what hurts the Steiners is that their prime was when they were in WCW before anybody was watching WCW. So I don't think a lot of us got to see like they're their traditional. They're traditional wrestlers. Right. The, the Hardys aren't doing anything traditional. <laughs> that's very true. That's very true. 
The other thing oh. you got to wonder, guys, uh, does uh, Big Papa Pump's career afterwards negatively impact people's view on the Steiners? I don't know. He had some terrible matches when he came back to the WWE. My question is, looking on the rankings, is anybody surprised at the Steiners uh, across the rankings that were listed on all the other ones that we referenced? Because nobody had the Steiners in the top five tag teams of all time. And three people did not even have them in the top ten. Does that surprise you, or do you think these guys are these guys on something that they're not quite on that upper echelon? I think WCW bias a little bit too. It doesn't seem like WCW tag teams get proper respect. I think they're second tier when it comes to tag teams of all the tag teams in the world. The Steiners are recognizable, but name me like a really iconic Steiner match. I remember when Sid Vicious broke his leg off of uh, Scott Steiner's chest. (laughs) You can't blame Rick for that one. I blame Rick for that. Uh, Rick wasn't there. Barking in the back. The Steiners also had a good run in Japan, I believe, as well. Didn't yeah. see any of those matches, so I don't know if those were good. But, uh, yeah, I think a lot of people are putting the Steiners here on the second tier. But interesting, if you look back at the first round, more people voted for Steiner Brothers in their matchup than voted for Hardy Boys in their matchup. I don't know what that says about the future of this or what that will entail, but uh, let's get your guys' technical votes. I know, DJ, you said Hardy Boys. Neil, who did you say? Steiners? Steiners. Matt? I'm going with the Hardy Boys, too. All right. We'll have to see what the listeners think of that and all the other matchups. But before we do that, let's give DJ a quick minute to uh, react to some of the happenings and goings-ons here as he was... uh, We're we're just going to pretend that you were infiltrating the other, the rival business, and that you weren't actually uh, being trained. He was firing the first shot. I was firing the first... I was uh, on a tank with uh, with, with John Michaels and Triple H. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so since you were already here uh, for most of this side of the bracket, what you didn't see, obviously, we had Edge and Christian, who beat the Smoking Guns handily, go against Harlem Heat, who beat the Wild Samoans handily. So we had Edge and Christian versus Harlem Heat. I'll give you your seconds and thoughts in a second. We, then you came in, Brothers of Destruction beat Bulldogs, Bushwhackers beat Midnight Express. We had the Dudley Boys over Public Enemy in a clean sweep 100%. Fabulous Freebirds by one vote over the Natural Disasters. Steiner Brothers, 94% vote wins over Steamboat and Youngblood. Hardy Boys, 88% winners over the Nasty Boys. Um, Any thoughts on this side of the bracket? I know you were here for most of it, but uh, that we have going on here. I'm telling you, and I think I said this last, this this whole bracket is going to be leading up to Hardys versus Dudleys. Everybody else here is just an just a innocent bystander. I, I, I don't see anybody. I mean, the, the Brothers of Destruction. It seems like they're they're stealing their way to the to the top here <laughs> 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 because they have American badass Undertaker. Which man, that you're lucky your picture doesn't have him in American badass attire because <laughs> I think that would affect some votes because he's wearing a traditional Undertaker attire. If he right. if he if he wasn't then I, I if it was just him in the the jeans jacket and the motorcycle eh, I, I, no, I'm voting against. Dead man walking. But yeah, I, I think this is all. This is all about the Dudleys, man. It's all about three D. 
All right, we'll have to see if people agree or not. We have we have some heavy hitters there. Edge and Christian, Harlem Heat, of course, the love for The Undertaker and the Brothers of the Destruction, Dudley Boys, Hardy Boys, Steiner Brothers, a lot of iconic teams on that side. So interesting to see how that's going to play out. Let's go back to the side that DJ wasn't here for just to get a rundown and give your guys' thoughts on, on heading forward the rest of this side of the bracket. We had the Legion of Doom 100% winners over the Quebecers. We had the Russians beating the Minnesota Wrecking Crew by one <laughs> by two votes. Damn you, we, Putin! <laughs> we had... Uh, Demolition, 89% winners over Fuji and Tanaka. The Outsiders, our third clean sweep, 100% winners over the Valiant Brothers. We had the Upset, Head Shrinkers, over the Rock and Roll Express, doubled up their votes. We had the Brain Busters double up the votes of the Rockers. So the Brain Busters took out the Rockers. Then we had a doubling up again, where the New Age Outlaws doubled the amount of votes that Money Inc. got. And then wow. we had the Heart Foundation, 92% winners over Doom. That's right. Doom did receive two votes. Um, so <laughs> that led us to the matchups that we went over. We had Legion of Doom. that voted for themselves? <laughs> they might have. Yeah, have. <laughs> uh, so we had Legion of Doom against the Russians in the second round. We have Demolition against the Outsiders. Mm. We have the Head Shrinkers against the Brain Busters. That's just weird that those two got together. Right. Um, and then the New Age Outlaws against the Heart Foundation. DJ, your thoughts on that half? Uh, other than the cranial uh, connection up there with the, <laughs> and the Head Shrinkers. Uh, this, if you're telling me that the New Age Outlaws doubled up, who are they against again? I'm Money sorry. Inc. They doubled up Money Inc. and now they're going against Heart Foundation. They doubled up Money Inc. That means to me that this, if they're going against the, the Heart Foundation, it's going to be closer than people might think. I yeah. think it's going to be close. For them to double up the million-dollar man in IRS, that, that to me says that they they got a strong contingent out there. So the Bret, Bret Hart and uh, Jim Nanville Nightheart better watch out. Um I don't. I don't really care who wins between the brain busters and the head shrinkers. It's just a funny <laughs> matchup. I don't. I, whoever wins, whoever wins, we win. Uh, <laughs> and I think the. Uh, I think the demolitions runs about to come to an end because I know the outsiders <laughs> have a strong contingent. I was. Everybody we were. We were, we were contemplating if people would be um, fixing the vote so they could see a Legion of Doom demolition matchup. I think you're going to see everybody, anybody fixing the vote is going to be the Outsiders versus New Age Outlaws. That's what I think. If you're going to, if you're going to get two, the two bad boy teams going against each other, if anybody's going to fix votes, I think you're going to get a vote fixed for that. All right, uh, Matt. At the beginning, we talked about if there would be any trends, if uh, classic teams, if uh, recency bias, if uh, you know teams that had more recognizable single people, things of that nature. I don't know if any trends came out though, because obviously we had some classic teams like the Rock and Roll Express, Midnight Express, uh, go down and and out of this one. But then we also had the fabulous Freebirds beat the Natural Disasters, um, which is and the Brainbusters beat the Rockers. So, and I don't know how to, did you see any trends? Do you, can you predict the rest of the way? Uh, I mean, I think we had, everybody kind of had their fun with the few, I mean, the matchups in the first round were kind of like, they could have gone either way and maybe we swayed them one. I mean, nobody in their right minds really going to pick the head shrinkers to win something, but you know, we did. So maybe we kind of like, (laughs) Hey, 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 get off the head shrinkers. We fixed the vote a little bit. We fixed it. That's right, people. We're fixing the vote. We're fixing it. We're fixing it. (laughs) But um, I think you, it, it was funny that we got rid of all these 
you know, kind of iconic. To, I mean, you got rid of why well, I, I quote unquote iconic. I mean, if you're from the, you know, um, OVW <laughs> wrestling era, you're from like, you know, the WWF and things like that, th- that era, you know, you're probably like, oh, man, I can't believe the Midnight Express lost. What is going on here? <laughs> the but Midnight then, you know, Express, the Rock and it, Roll Express, by the skin of their teeth they beat the <laughs> natural disasters so i think there was some a few kind of you know we had some flukiness happen but i mean i think you know you're getting a you're getting a gauge of like who's voting to i mean Right. None of us was like, come on, Midnight Express. I mean, I, I, I was confused between the Midnight Express and Rock and Roll Express. I mean, that's how confused <laughs> I was. So um, I think the trend is that we're going to start, of course, seeing the teams that everybody knows. Like, this is going to be kind of cut and dry, I think, this uh, this um, round right here. But we'll see. Maybe we'll get a few kind of upsets here. But it's oh, hard to tell this yeah. one. This is the good ones start coming out so yeah i mean i think you got a lot of blowouts in that first round even though we had closer than i thought with a, a bunch of in the 55 you know 52 percent, 55 percent in a couple of these matchups uh, another 52 another 56 um, but this time i don't know as we get close going further it seems like the matchup should be closer as far as percents go we shouldn't have too many blowouts but i could see a blowout obviously with the legion of doom and the russians yeah. um and i could see um Blowout with Brothers of Destruction and the Bushwhackers and Dudley Boys and Freebirds. I see all those three being blowouts. Um, Steiner Brothers and Hardy Boys, that seems to me like that should be pretty close. New Age Outlaws, Heart Foundation should be pretty close. Demolition Outsiders, to me, is pretty close. Neil, there can only be eight teams that move on. Do we have a good mix to have a great uh, Elite Eight going forward? I think so, yes. And any predictions or any dark horses that you're putting your money on to uh, to win one of these closer matchups between like the Demolition Outsiders, Heart Foundation, New Age Outlaws, Hardy Boy Steiners? Uh, I, I, I don't know. It's kind of tough to call. Uh, a couple of them are really close. I'm really got my eye on uh, Heart Foundation and uh, New Age Outlaws. I don't know how that's going to go. And like we said at the beginning, guys, there's multiple ways to vote for these polls. And it was interesting, too, to see the difference between those who went to our website versus those who voted on Facebook. Twitter seemed to be pretty close on all of the matchups. There wasn't big margins there, except for Harlem Heat and Wild Samoans probably had the biggest margin on Twitter. Um, But interesting to see some people that website voted one way, Facebook voted the other way. So those are your three ways to vote. You can go to the website. You can vote all of them right on one page. You don't have to wait. You don't have to find them. They're all just right on one page. You go to geekcastradio.com. There's a post there that'll say the tag team tournament. You click on that, you can vote on all 16 matchups right there. If you don't want to do that, you can do it throughout the week because we will have these polls once again scheduled at different time increments on our Facebook page throughout the time. So usually one in the morning, one at night, that type of thing where you can wait and, and vote for those. And Twitter, they don't let you schedule polls, so we just kind of have to put those up randomly. So you have to keep an eye on our Twitter page if you want to do that. And if you're really feeling real strong about a team, I suppose you could vote in all three methods. But uh, that's just the the way the world works now, I guess. You can multiple vote. You can vote if you're dead. You can vote all kinds of ways. Vote if you're dead? (laughs) I mean, in Chicago. um, How can you do that? (laughs) Well, Matt, what do you ask? (laughs) (laughs) I'm a ghost and I vote. I'm not really here. <laughs> so uh, that's how that works. So that will, as soon as you're hearing this, you're able to go to any of those three things and start voting, and you'll have about a week to uh, 
get your votes in, but some polls, like I said, if they're posted later on in the week, you have less days to vote. So don't hesitate and don't uh, procrastinate, I guess is what I should say. I should have a mic or something here on the, in the middle of the ring here with my rhyming. All right, DJ, anything, last words you want to say? I know you were late to the party. Any reactions, uh, words of wisdom, advice for the voters? What do you think, and how can people get in hold, uh, touch with you? Uh, I'm on Twitter at trying to be DJV, and I also share the account with this miscreant right next to me, Matthew Stewart uh, at Simple Tweeters. And my last thought for this round is, guys, it's the Dudley Boys. What are you wasting time for? It's the Dudley Boys. Let's go. It's the Dudley Boys. 3D, get the tables. (laughs) Matt, what do you think? How can people get a hold of you? And what are your last thoughts on this second round? Well, like my former tag team partner stabbed in the back. Oh, I can't believe it. He was getting out of the locker room. He couldn't oh, get out in time. I jumped yeah. in the locker room. Where were you still? Where were you? <laughs> oh, man, we have a blowout backstage. I, it's like, you were looking at Elizabeth. You can't look at Elizabeth. <laughs> looking at Elizabeth. Elizabeth. You? Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, yeah, you can get in touch with us uh, or get in touch with anybody because we share the accounts uh, at Simple Tweeters on Twitter or Check out the website, uh, simplisticreviews.net. We're doing 31 films of Halloween as well, too. So we're doing a film a day. So if you, you all you Halloweenies out there, if you're not gushing over who's going to be the uh, big winner on this uh, Wars tournament, uh, check out some of the reviews for uh, your Halloween uh, reading pleasure over at the uh, main website, simplisticreviews.net. Like it. Neil, obviously this whole tournament is to whet people's appetite, is to get the brain in gear to start the wheels turning, to start thinking about our ultimate project at the end of the year, which is our top 100 wrestlers of all time. Is it getting you interested? Is it succeeding? Do you think people are going to be ready to talk single wrestlers here at the end of all this? Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm looking forward to that one uh, in particular. So many great singles wrestlers. I uh I, I had my <laughs> I had mine ready to go pretty early on. I just, but uh, that was that was uh, quite an epic thing to put together. Uh, that that right. whole, and I, I was updating it like uh, pretty late into the game too. I was just like, oh yeah, that guy, this guy, <laughs> bumping, bumping people off my list and. I so, think yeah, my prediction is that this top 100 is going to be the hardest one to predict out of all the ones we've ever done because there's so many different eras and there's so many different ways people can go when they're when they're putting more weight on this person versus that person. So we'll have to see if that holds true. You know, we had our top 100 animated series and I think everybody predicted that it was either going to be Simpsons or Batman the animated series um, at one point. So I mean that one was a little bit more easy to predict that type of stuff. So we'll have to wait and see. Um, one was for series, one was for movies. Or and no, the movies one, what is that? Lion King, I think, was predicted pretty heavily at the top. Um, series was Batman the Animated Series. So this one, I don't know. Could be a lot of different ways. Uh, Neil, how can people get in touch with you? Uh, it's Neil Sama on Twitter, and uh, I do goofy cartoon comics over on DCN.com. Absolutely, and I am at Optimus Solo on Twitter. Again, direct all hate towards me about who's not in this tournament, who is, and all that stuff, and I will try to give you the method behind the madness. Um, and you can also tweet at Geekcast Radio if you have any questions about the polls, the voting, or how any of that stuff works. Tune in. I know we had a two-week break for this first round because there were so many matchups. There will only be a one-week break here between this and the next episode. So next time we crown the Elite Eight. There will be only eight teams left when you hear us next. And then obviously after that, we'll go to the final four. Hopefully you're enjoying this whole process. Tune in next time as we get back in the ring and throw a bunch of tag teams in there and see who comes out on top. That's all for today, wrestling fans. Tune in again for our next turnbuckling episode, Hard Knocks and Wrist Locks, or The Dingling Gets His Bell Rung. 
Decian, the superhero webcomic. Decian's got superhero antics and sexy girls. For action, drama, mayhem, and more, read it now at decian.com. D-A-S-I-E-N.com. And for the new Decian podcast, go to patreon.com slash Decian. Yeah, we coming now. It's like a family in here just a 